You talking to me? Good variety to choose from this week. New movies opening up. We've got uh, another reboot of a Disney classic. We've got a very, very adult comedy. And we've also got uh, Meryl Streep. Here's a newsflash. She's great. Welcome. <laughs> she is Hope Madden. He's George Wolf. And this is the Screening Room Podcast. Yeah, new stuff all over the place. Plus, as usual, we will talk about uh, what's coming out new this week. Netflix and uh, on VOD as well. But what are we going to start with? A little Disney? If you'd like. Okay, we can do uh, Pete's Dragon. Hey. Wait, 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 wait. Do you know where your parents are? Your family? I guess he was on a picnic or a camping trip. He wandered off and got himself lost. How long has he been out there? Six years. Nobody can survive in that forest for six years. At least not alone. You'll see. I have Elliot. Who's Elliot? Is Elliot a person? No. He looks like a dragon. What's a dragon? <gasps> That's a dragon. As you may remember, was that cartoon from 1977. And it's not, I don't think it's thought of as a classic, is it? Uh, the original? I don't know. I never saw it. Yeah, uh, but it's being rebooted. I mean, Disney just did such a great I mean, masterful job rebooting the Jungle Book. Absolutely. Just uh, earlier this year. That's but so far. That is one of the best movies of the year. And you were really, really worried about it because you love the animated one so much. Exactly, and they did such a great job. So now they're going back to the vault, giving the same treatment to Pete's Dragon. This is a mixture of. It's mostly live action, but of course the dragon is a CGI animated. And uh, you know what it has. It's very warm and fuzzy, very touchy-feely, but not nearly as magical as The Jungle Book and nearly not nearly as magical as, as it could have been. Uh, it actually starts out a little, a little surprisingly um, blunt with its depiction of how little Pete uh, gets to be an orphan. But after that, um, you know, he lives in the, um, in the forest in the Pacific Northwest for about six years with his uh, best buddy. Elliot the Dragon, and then uh, once he gets discovered by a park ranger, Grace, played by uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, and then more adult characters start getting into the, the picture, they're all very, very broadly drawn, as if they're not really challenged, they don't want to challenge any audience member older than, say, 10 years old, which is a little funny to me, since it's rated PG. Uh, it just was too... You know, too broad, too uh, sappy. Uh, it is sweet. It's all about the family, and there's nothing wrong with that. Perfectly fine family film, but uh, there's no, for me, there's no, wasn't a lot of wonder. It wasn't a lot of magic. Even the dragon seemed to me like a big dog. <laughs> it was like a big green dog with wings. Uh, and then try to get a little comedy out of that, but it didn't just blow me away. Again, nothing really wrong with it. You know, you want to take the family. It, Actually, for the little ones, there might be a couple of sequences they might be a little scared, mm. actually. But um, overall, it's it's perfectly fine for the family, but I, I thought there was just some some magic missing, and uh, which is it's it's a little a little surprising because the the co-writer director David Lowry, uh, his last feature film, we both love ain't them body Saints. Ain't Although when you told me he did he was rebooting Pete's Dragon, my jaw hit the floor I like know. what? Because ain't them body Saints had such a a lyrical 
poetic not family right desperation to it <laughs> yeah. and it was such a well done movie it was, it was beautiful this is quite the pivot not not mm-hmm. to say you know directors have done that before but this one just it just seemed a little uh, aiming aiming a little low strangely and uh didn't didn't really blow me over mm-hmm. now peach dragon the latest from disney now why don't we take a complete speaking of giant dragon-sized pivot how about sausage party hey look at this we've got one yes we're chosen yes we've been chosen together oh yes i'm the first to enter eternity potato way to go buddy the pipes the pipes are coming oh jesus me eyes oh gummy skin So, you have learned the terrible truth. I gotta tell everyone. Everything we believe is a lie. Wow, this is not for the family. Do not bring your children to this film. But you know what? Go, because it's funny. It is funny, and it is smart, and it is clever. It is. And I was going to say it's irreverent, but I think that's far too tame a word. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's South Park level of irreverent. It really is. Um, And uh, Seth Rogen uh, plays Frank, the sausage, and uh, (laughs) he and his girlfriend, who's played by Kristen Wiig, she's a honey bun, they and all of their foodstuff friends are are living at a grocery store, and they're looking forward to being taken home by the gods into the great beyond, where they'll be cared for, and you know, and uh, and of course they don't realize, and some of them soon find out that actually the gods are just going to eat them, and it's it's hilarious, and um, and actually has a, a lot to say about faith and um, divisiveness, yes, and uh, zealotry. Uh, yeah, it's it is, it, and it's also very clever. They work in some nice gags all around the oh, supermarket, everywhere. especially with the different aisles of different ethnic foods. Um, they work in some really nice gags. They even bring in the singer Meatloaf makes an appearance. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they just you know a lot of those really clever gags. But yet, like you said, it's it's some smart social commentary yes. behind that too. Yeah. But yet, it's also just R-rated as all get out. Oh yeah, you're not so lying. Don't be fooled by that. But I'll tell you what, we were laughing. Yes. We were laughing. We so were laughing hard. As long as you know what you're uh, what you're in for, and that sort of thing appeals to you, I think you will really like. Uh, Sausage Party, the latest from a Seth Rogen and the gang. The, the usual gang that hangs out with him. The voices are oh, all there. Oh, yeah. James Franco, Jonah Michael Hill. Sarah, Jonah Hill, Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Paul Rudd. Um, Crawl. Nick Crawl. He he was funny. He's funny. He's funny. Then you've and, got and people like. you know like, what? When he's introduced, then that's when you realize, oh, they're going there. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Then you've got uh, people like Salma Hayek and, oh, yeah. and Edward, Edward Norton, Norton show up. So it's, yeah, it's all around. It's like we just keep saying it's funny, it's clever, and it's smart. And uh, a bit yeah. nasty. It's and a bit nasty. A bit nasty. <laughs> but if you're in for that, I think you're going to enjoy that. That's Sausage Party. And again, we said newsflash Meryl Streep can act a little bit. But for this one, Florence Foster Jenkins, it kind of revolves around her singing. Music is my life. I would like to take some more lessons. What about a pianist? Yes, I shall need someone. Someone with passion. Now, I must warn you, I work very hard. I study an hour every day. Sometimes two. She's remarkable, isn't she? She can't be a little... Flat? Flat. (laughs) 
just a tad. The lady is in lesson in courage, and that's why we love her. Do you want to try another take? Well, I don't see why. That seemed perfect to me. So it's a true story, right? Of uh, Which I oh, found funny, but I, I think it's a great true story. Oh, yeah. It's a fascinating story about a woman. It's 1944. She's an heiress, and she is just a huge arts lover and music philanthropist in New York City and um, and kind of because the fact that so many people who are take part in that society really rely on her to get their musicals made or or you know uh, and, and partly because her husband does a great job of of kind of protecting her from the outside world. She herself has no idea that she has no talent at all. And you know that's <laughs> kind of so funny for Meryl Streep. You, you know? know it is. It's like what is the one thing that would be tough for Meryl Streep to play? Someone without talent. You know, but she pulls it off. And one of the things that I love about her performance is is, is that this character really she's the butt of the joke the whole joke of the film she her character is the butt of the joke and that would have been a mean-spirited exercise but she knows exactly how to make this character a human which is amazing because who could know somebody like this i mean but and she and it's not sort of her performance is not like over the top sentimental in any way that you just feel sorry for her she makes her a real very eccentric but very interesting character, like the right mix of entitlement and chutzpah and sweetness and just this real genuine deep love of music. And in that way, I mean, I think all of us, I think it's universal. There is something that you love and would kill to be able to do, but simply do not have the talent, (laughs) right? And in that way, even though the movie is very fun and funny and this character doesn't seem like anybody you could possibly know, that, that universal theme, I think, is what, and her performance, and Hugh Grant, who's perfect. But for me, the movie, it just can't mine for, and I mean, it, it just kind of, it sits there, it's sweet, it is funny and clever, but there's there's no real depth to it, and I feel like there should be. Now, this was uh, directed by veteran director Stephen Frears, yes. who's done some great stuff. The he Queen. Did the Queen, High Fidelity, which we love. Laundrette. Uh Philomena, Dangerous Liaison. So uh, he's he's definitely got, um, got a quality resume, but it's funny because coming out this week, it seems perfect. This seems like the perfect wedge between, on, on one hand, you've got the overly childlike Pete's Dragon. Sure. On the other hand, you've got the very rude sausage party. Yeah. And then, hey, you want to split the difference? You've got this one. That's right. If you're, you know, you're a grown-up, you don't really want to see cartoons, <laughs> kids' movies, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you'd like to see Meryl Streep. And the thing that's funny is because, so Meryl Streep has really shown in the last few years that she can sing so she's not a, a brilliant singer but she was oscar nominated yeah. for into the woods i mean right. she and she also did she sing in mama mia mm-hmm. you know and also uh something i think we've learned in the last maybe decade or so is that you, she can anchor a comedy she absolutely can uh, again a couple of her recent oscar nominations julie and julia and also devil Wars prada comedies and she was a central figure so so she kind of brings us two together although what i think is funny you know, is just the caterwauling because it's very important that she be convincing as an atrocious, painful, sort of makes your brain bleed <laughs> bad singer. And and again, one of the things that is so great about the movie is that this is this is a real true thing. And at the very end, of course, over the closing credits, they show you a photo of the yeah. real Florence Foxter, and they and they play um, 
bits from the concert at Carnegie Hall that this all leads up to. It is, I think that's what was disappointing to me. It's a crazy story and it's true. And I think that they captured kind of a a lot of charm about it, but I I just feel like there was more to it that we didn't get. Got it. That's Florence Foster Jenkins. Uh, Those are the three big wide releases. Now, a couple others that are hit and miss and around, depending on your area. Got a really good documentary uh, about Frank Zappa called Eat That Question. So if you're a fan of Frank Zappa, as we are, uh, you're going to love this one. And then there's also the new one from uh, Mel Gibson. Yes. And how crazy is that? I mean, every you know, you just think, huh, we're... We're still throwing the dice on him, are we? Okay. Yeah, and this one's called Blood Father. It is, and it's it's very much the Liam Neeson school of filmmaking, right? You know, Liam Neeson. Take it. Exactly. The you know, it's a he's a Gibson plays a you know reformed uh, ex-con, uh, but he's not super well reformed. He's a little bit. He's still pretty gruff, and then he he kind of has to get back into that violent lifestyle because his daughter gets runs into some trouble with a drug cartel, um, and. It's a much better film than the Taken type movies. It's a it's 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 better acted. It's got a better cast, and it's not brilliant, but it is not bad. All right, so uh, not bad for that, but definitely the big recommendation if for you if you're up for it this week is a Sausage Party, <laughs> Seth Rogen. Now we've got a couple things, uh, actually a couple things that were decently regarded that we didn't see, which is weird. We didn't see either one of these that are out on VOD um, this week, and that's Hologram for the King, Tom Hanks, right, and then also. Russell Crowe in uh, Fathers and Daughters. So both of those got decent decent reviews, I think. We didn't see either one. I don't know how that happened, but uh, they slipped through the cracks. And uh, since we have a definite uh, affinity for the horror genre, if you do, we've got one for you that is uh, streaming on Netflix. Yeah, I love this movie, but I mean, we we can't stress enough. If it's, you're if you're only a passing fan of horror, do not give Baskin a try. It's funny because it's a Turkish horror movie. Baskin means police raid in Turkish, but apparently on Netflix they changed the title to I swear this is true Hell Kebab Devil's Meat Kitchen <laughs> I think we want to talk about it just so we can say that name yeah. Hell Kebab Devil's Meat Kitchen But you're Kitchen. so right I mean <sighs> be forewarned this is nasty uh, but if this is your thing I mean it's all bloody and all crazy and all weird and all hellish uh, so if that's a thumbs up for you, uh, as it was for us, uh, go into that with your eyes wide open. And so what are we looking for next week, though? What, what opens next week? You know what? One that is getting a lot of critical buzz uh, called Hell or High Water. We see that. Uh, I think we see that Monday, we don't do. we? Looking forward to that. That's coming up along with another new animated movie called Kubo and the Two Strings. And then speaking of Jonah Hill, as we did, uh, Jonah Hill and Miles Teller in War Dogs. Yeah. Which is, not getting good uh, advance word, it but is not. you never know. That's right. We'll and go into we'll it with an open let mind. let you know. All right. So uh, until next week, I'm George Wolf. I'm Hope Madden. Uh, be sure to look us up. Keep the uh, conversation going about any of these films or anything you're looking forward to. We're on Twitter. We're at MadWolf, M-A-D-D-W-O-L-F. Also, MadWolf.com is our website. And uh, thank you for checking out the Screening Room Podcast. See ya. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner.